It is Wednesday night, January 18th, 2023. A brand new episode of the Kicking Out Podcast coming your way, streaming live on the Kicking Out Podcast YouTube channel, as well as our Twitter feed. Uh, subscribe and hit follow if you haven't already. The whole crew's back tonight. Austin Shepard's feeling healthy this week, so he's he's back in saddle joining us. So, uh, But before we uh, get into Dynamite, uh, we want to address the news that broke yesterday afternoon, the passing of uh, Jay Briscoe at the age of 38 in a tragic car accident yesterday. Um, definitely hit all of us hard as, as wrestling fans, hit the world of pro wrestling hard, hit all the talent hard in all different companies. I mean, not only was the guy unbelievable talent in the ring, just the stories being shared around social media, you could tell what kind of great guy he was, what kind of family man he was. Um, prayers out to the, to the, um, to his whole family, to the Pew family, to his wife, his daughters who are recovering from the accident, to his brother Mark, whose birthday's today. Can't imagine what he's going through. Yeah. Um, just, just awful. When, when I saw the text, Paul, I, first thing I did was make sure it wasn't from the fake Tony Khan account, you know, one of the spoof accounts. When I saw it was the real one, my stomach just dropped. Yeah. I was, um, I was watching a TikTok video at the time and it came up because I have notifications set when TK sends out a tweet and it cut it off. It was Jay Briss. And I'm like, there's no way it's Briscoe. And sure enough, as soon as I clicked on it, I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Double check to make sure that it was the Tony Khan. Went to SRS, didn't see anything, but I'm like, man, I'm still going to share this to you guys because I knew both, both of you could be better at digging that up than me yeah it was one of those situations i was hoping you were wrong but i, I was too you weren't. and it was just it was stunning because and like we were talking about he had just tweeted a photo of his new hat that said 13 time two hours before that yeah um it sounded like i heard today that it sounded like they were coming back from one of his daughter's cheerleading practices mm-hmm. um sound like a lady swerved over into his lane and it was a head-on collision um, just, just awful all around. Just, just tragic. Um, it, it just reminded me of when we lost Brody Lee in 2020. I know it was different yep. circumstances. We hadn't seen Brody on TV for a couple months, but we didn't know he was sick, let alone on his deathbed. And whereas Jay, we just saw arguably the match of he and Mark's career just a month ago in the double dog collar match, which they won the ROH titles. He's ever, he was advertised for the super card of honor show coming up on the, on March 31st. It just, uh, it's just, it's still, still just hard to even talk about. It was, it was honestly hard to watch the show tonight and, and focus on the show tonight. Just, and just knowing that the wrestling world lost, lost a good one at a young age. Yeah. Yeah. But a uh, big shout out to everybody on the roster. Seemed like anybody who'd ever been in ROH or ever had a match with the Briscoes had a, a J armband on. It was really nice to see whether it was Jay or whether it said Briscoe or uh, the Young Bucks Jay with the heart on it. Yeah, good job by AW getting those made in a yeah. quick fashion. Well, the I thought I thought maybe the opening tribute was a little short. Yeah, um, a little bit. And the first thing that came to mind was Warner Brothers. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I guess if that's the case, shame on them. Yep, uh, absolutely. There was a, there was a 
a couple wrestlers that uh, came out and talked about, look, he, he made amends. You know, we should not hold this over his head. We shouldn't label him this. This is not how we should remember him. And those were wrestlers from uh, the LGBT community. Um, so, yeah. you know, yeah, if that if that's if that's the case, shame on Warner Brothers. Um, I know TK's feet are tied, or hands are tied. Sorry, feet to the fire, hands are tied, whatever you want to say. Um, but I don't know. TK should have paid the fine. <laughs> uh, he should have done what he wanted. Um, I thought maybe we'd get something a little bit there at the end, but the, it does sound like they are doing something now. Um, after it went off air, they're having a tribute show. I don't know if that's going to include matches or just highlights or what, but Tony Khan said it will be available for everybody for free on um, um, Code of Honor and um, or Honor Club, excuse me, Honor Club and on the YouTube on the ROH YouTube. So I don't like I said I don't know if it's a uh, if it's matches or just people talking about Jay. I'm not sure what it is, but it is going to be a Jay Briscoe tribute of some sort. So. Yeah, and just like I said, keep his wife, his his daughter, the son. Yeah, marking your prayers. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it sounds like his daughter's um one I I don't think they're life threatening injuries, but one might have trouble walking ever again. Yeah, and, and the yeah. other one's pretty yeah. banged up too. His his wife tweeted out that she had some surgery today and and hope it cures a lot. Yeah, so. yeah it's just awful situation, wow. and then the the lady that hit them also passed away in the, in the accident. So uh, yeah, just one of those moments where you just never know. You just, you just never know. And um, the wrestling world's lost a lot of good ones over the last that couple of decades. Have. And it just, but it, it had been a while, which is a good thing. It had been a while, but, um, but yeah, Paul, Paul, made us something to do real quick uh, before we uh, before we get into the recap of Dynamite since Dynamite really didn't do a 10 belt salute we thought we thought we would do it so yeah uh, so join us as we uh, take a moment of silence here with the uh, 10 bell salute Rest easy, Jay. Yes, well said. It's, uh, yeah, it's it's just hard to talk about, and it's it's. I'm glad the Briscoes and FTR had the trilogy they did this past yes. year. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I'm. I. It sounds terrible, but I'm glad we got to see the end of that trilogy before this happened. We didn't have that. Uh, what could the conclusion be hanging over our heads forever? I just saw a good tweet today that said. Uh, you know, Jay and Brody are tying it up in a dog collar match mm-hmm. up in heaven because both both their last matches were do- on in the major promotions were on um, were dog collar matches. We're, yeah, yeah, I think I said that right. Yeah, so, kind of one of those eerie little little facts. So, and I'm sure um, 
for everybody who listens to FTR with Dax, I'm sure Dax is going to do something at least. At yeah, some point he, in it. he said they're keeping this week's schedule with um, RKF, RK, um, FTR. Did I say that right? Whatever, whatever their, their team was. Um, they're keeping that episode on schedule, but I'm sure I'll, I'll put something out soon. Yeah, he, um, he said he was going to go ahead and post it, um, but he was in no mental state to talk. No, they're, they're – a lot of guys. It was amazing the lives he's touched across yep. the, the different promotions. So yeah, and and, and watching. Well, I think this will be our third episode of FTR with Dax or fourth, fourth, fourth. Yeah, Dax. Uh, he gets to talking about some personal stuff. He can tear up. Yes, um, he can. So I can imagine what 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 will happen when he talks. I it brings back just just thinking about him. When uh, Bobby Eaton passed and listening mm-hmm. to Jim Cornette. Yeah. Um, we all know Jim Cornette is his foul mouth, uh, hard. I don't want to call him hard nose because he hit people with a tennis racket, but um, <laughs> very, very hard headed yes. guy opinion about wrestling. Stubborn. Yeah. yeah. And they, I remember opening that podcast up. Um, with him and Brian last, and they didn't even have an opening. They, you know, they always had their funny songs, uh, you know, making fun of AEW and making fun of uh, independent wrestlers, basically. Um, but they went right into gym, and you could tell how that was a family member to Jim. And I think that'll be the same with Dax. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep I think so, too. So, yep. Uh, thoughts and prayers definitely with the Pew family. This is just not even easy for us and we're, we're just fans it's not even easy for us to talk yeah. about so uh well dynamite tonight kicked off with uh the all-atlantic title uh orange Cassidy versus jay lethal but if any of uh lethal's guys interfered sanjay Dutt was going to be fired which that was they had that little segment earlier today on the aw twitter so it was just one-on-one even though we got we got a little, not interference, but Dan Housen with his little tricks and uh, Satnam and Jarrett trying to get trying to get in, in, involved. And I did I did like the best friends coming into the crowd with huge beers. Goodness, yeah. whatever that arena in Fresno, you're getting your money's worth there. We need right. to go to the Pepsi Arena in Indianapolis. Heads <laughs> up. Yeah, yeah, that was. I, I wonder what those cost, but whatever it was, it was it, they get they got they got enough liquid in there, but. Uh, uh, I, I I didn't think this match was ever in doubt. It was a fine match for what it was. Uh, um, this is always an interesting one. My like I said, my fiance usually tunes in for a little bit, and it's interesting when Orange Cassidy's on the TV when she's trying to watch. Because <laughs> <laughs> you've got to explain what he and is. She kind of looks at me. She's like, "How how can you watch this?" I'm like, "His gimmick's a little different from the rest. He's a little different." But and Danhausen too. <laughs> I mean, it's. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, those, those yeah, are two people. It's hard yeah, to explain was, wrestling and yeah. when those two are involved. It, it was. But Cassidy got a big pop coming out tonight. Yep. Uh, it was a fine match. Cassidy ends, uh, Cassidy ends up winning, uh, hitting uh, Lethal with the orange punch. Afterwards, Satinum get, got into the ring, grabbed both the best friends, but Sanjay Dutt begged him away because his job was on the line. Dutt then uh, did the same to Jarrett, um, but then he eats these slow kicks from orange who had to be ha- held back himself. So looks like this feud's going to continue. I don't know. I It's a comedic feud, whatever. Uh, you know what? 
you know, I've been pretty outspoken on on Orange Cassidy. But like <laughs> you said he got one of the biggest pops of the night. Sure did. Um, and I don't know. The best friends make me laugh. It made me laugh that they that Danhausen had the security shirt on, came down, checked the tickets, and then he waved them in. And of course, they come across the front row, you know, which probably is just kind of like gets the people involved. They're eating popcorn, drinking beer. I mean. Yeah. It is fun, and that's what wrestling is supposed to be fun. I mean, it's it's yeah. not it's not the serious storyline going on. And I even laughed Friday night when Satnam put his back up against Danhausen. and Danhausen was trying to get around him, but his uh, that that cracked me yeah. up. But Danhausen with the guitar was hilarious. I, I yes. still never I never thought though we would when Jarrett signed with AEW that we'd seen Jarrett on TV every week, but here we are. Well, we didn't think the same thing with Sting when he started, and look how long we got him every single week. But I will say, I actually think Jeff Jarrett's done a pretty good job yeah. since he signed. I know a lot of people don't like Jeff, but you're not supposed to. He's supposed to be a good heel. So, And he I think, is. I think he's done a pretty good job. Yeah, he has. And for his age, he looks good. He can still perform. Yep. yep. Um, you know, I know he had a hard time about five, six years ago. Uh, with some substance abuse problems, he he made a he made an ass out of himself down at AAA in Mexico. Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah. Coming out to one of their triple manias, and actually, it's a kind of funny story. It's been about five six years ago. It was not funny, but when he came out going down the the ramp throwing uh, taco shells at the fans, it made headlines, and I was watching it on on one of the websites, and then all of a sudden, guess what? I I paid the probably five bucks back then. And I watched triple mania in Spanish. I don't know any Spanish. <laughs> um, and then I started watching triple mania on their YouTube channel in Spanish, but I enjoyed the wrestling. It was, you know, back then the, the, the bucks were there. Kenny Omega was there. Um, and Lucha bros. Yeah. Lucha bros were there. You know, a lot of uh, Brian cage was down there for crying yeah. out. Yep. Um, but yeah, just really enjoyed the product and, it was something different. And at mm-hmm. the time, we didn't have AEW. And I was sick yeah. of watching Stanford, Connecticut. So, yeah. Um, so, thank you, Jeff Jarrett. That's how I started to watch <laughs> play with you being an ass. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, good, good opener tonight. It was fine. And then the second match, I was surprised the, the sp- this is where the this match was on the card. But Yeah, because they even kept after, saying tonight. After and then a, all of a sudden, it was up. But this was the one I was really looking forward to, the Young Bucks versus Top Flight. You know, this is kind of how Top Flight got noticed in AEW was against the Young Bucks two years ago or so in Daly's place, I think it was. Um, maybe a little before that. I don't know. I don't know. AEW's been around now for four years, so I'm forgetting. Uh, but this this is my kind of match. I know it's not everybody's cup of tea. It's not Braun Strowman's cup of tea. He doesn't like the flippity-flop, but I do. I like the athletic moves. Um yeah, I was wondering what state of mind the Young Bucks were going to be in tonight because, uh, of course, the Briscoes are some of their not only really good friends but also rivals throughout their career. Oh, yeah. Um, you could tell they are pretty shaken up coming out on stage, but they got through it by doing what they love and good match by all. The Martin boys are always good. I especially thought Darius was really strong tonight. Um, in the end, we got an upset. Top flight. Uh, Darius ducked the BTE trigger. The Bucks hit knees together, and he rolls up Matt Jackson for the clean pin and taking the Bucks by surprise. So I know there's a lot of haters out there against the Young Bucks. You know, they always position themselves for title runs. But they put over Private Party in 2019. 
they're putting over top flight here. They're not afraid to put over young, younger talent. Yeah. Yeah. I give them, I, I was sitting there thinking exactly that when uh top flight got the victory, I was like sitting there going, Oh, but uh, I thought the bucks always booked themselves to win and lining themselves up for championships. I kind of, I kind of thought this coming into the match, um, especially seeing them when they were on the ramp, uh, just the look on their face. Um, and, and getting to to listen to Dax talk about the um, chemistry of tag team wrestling um, and the drama behind it and, and talking how they worked with the Briscoes um, and how FTR has put over so many talents clean. Yeah. I almost felt like going into the night, you were going to see this um, for for a a rub towards towards the Briscoes <clears throat> because that's something they would have done. They, um, you know, the Briscoes play a damn good heel, um, and I think I think that's why I don't know. And maybe it's just because this is all fresh in our mind, and that's what we're thinking about every time we see any type of professional wrestling on television um, as of late uh, or as of today, obviously. Um, but I don't know. I kind of saw that one coming, and maybe maybe I'm just looking way too much into it. Uh, got my head in the clouds. But, yeah, I kind of see them going, hey, you know, we're we're not young. We're not young anymore. No pun intended, Bucks. Yeah, we're not uh, the young he, bucks. He, just, he, these uh, guys are. So let's start building the yeah. future. So I, I did like the uh, young buck spot when they did a doomsday device. They did, and, and, yep. and I thought it was over then. They got me when he kicked out. I thought it was over. I thought, okay, it's fitting. You know, they're going to end it with the the Briscoes move, and then tough like kicked out. But um, credit to the Bucks for fighting through this match, though. We know they're not one hundred percent after that ladder match last week. I mean, I mean, Matt Jackson has like a bullet hole. In his shin, if you watch BTE, my God. Yeah. And Nick Jackson's busted up too last. I still don't know how he got up last week after that spot with his hamstrings hitting the ladder. Uh, uh, barely. But, but yeah, Top Flight's been getting a push. And now you can tell Tony's all in on these guys. And we could be looking at your future tag team champs, or at least maybe some point in 2023. Mm, if not 23, then definitely in 24. <clears throat> You can't have them take the belts off the acclaimed. No. No. So, um, if you give them a run here for the next six months, see where it, see where it turns out. Um, but make sure they can stay healthy. There's a reason I picked Darius Martin to be TNT Championship at the end of the year. Yeah. Not rooting against anybody getting hurt, but or Don, Dante, you picked Dante. All right, I said Darius, didn't I? Yeah. The one who can't stay healthy. Well, and that's why I was so happy for him to have a strong performance tonight because oh, I'm absolutely. always worried one of them's going to get hurt. No. I, I am. It's just like, but just think you put top flight, Phoenix, and Darby all in one match together. Somebody's going out on a stretcher. Because yep. they're all going to compete to see who can throw themselves further into uh, the audience. No, you're right. Uh, oh, I'll, I'll get some thoughts on Darby later. <laughs> oh, man. He, he's had a heck of a week, too. Darby doing some yeah. stuff with Tony Hawk, too. 
um, even when making Tony Hawk go God, and then you know, uh, yeah, you're doing some crazy stuff. Um, we then saw a really good backstage segment of the Renee Paquette and Adam Hangman Page. Adam Page coming off a huge victory over Renee's husband, John Moxley. Mm-hmm. Uh, Page says he's fit, he's uh, physically feels fine, and with the win over Moxley, uh, he has his uh, he has his word back. Paquette says that Moxley claimed to Page pushes him to be the best, and he despises him and cherishes him. That sounds like something Mox really would say. Yeah. Uh, Page says he understands the nature of wrestling, but then he uh, made a joke about it and said he would knock him out to win, and that's what he did, and he'd do it again. He wants to focus on uh, having some tough conversations that he needs to have moving forward. When the interview ended, Page asked how Mox is doing. He pointed out that he's uh, – or Renee's pointed out that he's been hurt one way or the other for a while. Heyman then teased uh, something he'd like her to say to him, but then he changed his mind. So who do you guys think he was uh, talking about? You know, men in some fences. Well, that's, that's the obvious one is obviously what fences he burned or whatever with, with the elite. I I think you, I don't see him going back and working anything with the dark order. I hope not. Sorry. Um, <laughs> hey, they're trying to get Colt back. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Colt Cabana's back on BT. And I don't, I don't think he was talking about CM Punk. I'm yeah. it up. I, I did see some of Twitter thought that was the case. I don't uh, know. That was not one I thought of. I, I like how they do the the little vignette, and she closes it, and then they think they're off, off camera. Off yeah, camera. I love that. I love and that. then he starts talking personally, and you know, Renee was like, "Hey, look, he's always hurt." Yada yada yada. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was a nice little touch. Um. Obviously, uh, shows the, the the softer cowboy side. Yep. Of, of Hangman, which we've seen in the past. Yep. Um. Especially when he's drinking. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, we've seen we, a lot we saw of we saw it last week after he won the match. His facial expressions of concern for Moxley when he was down. So, yeah. Hangman's been one of the more fascinating stories for his character since AW started. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So many layers. Well, I, you know, they call him the Millennial Cowboy. Okay, yeah. and we we know, um, you guys are millennials. I'm one year too old, but uh, <laughs> we know the millennials take a really really bad rap. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I kind of like him playing. He he, he kind of plays it. So if he's gonna play, you know, he's gonna play it to his advantage. So I like it. In ship, we we kind of talked. Uh, Paul and I kind of talked about this last week, where the crowd was more in favor of Hangman than Mox. Do you think Which he's is... the most over guy in the company as far as a singles act? Oh, um. Boy, he's he's right up there. Yeah, he's up there. He's up there, like, and I and I know it's it's uh, it's town to town. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I did not. I did the the pop orange cast that he got tonight was not the pop he got when you saw him in Indianapolis. No, true. Okay, right. so you're you're two thousand miles away in California. Yep. So again, he I, I I think Orange probably cut his teeth on the Indies out west. I don't know. I think he did. Um, so I think you're right. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it depends where you're at. You know. You're right. You're right. I think so. you're going to see a bigger pop for Hangman when you come back to the Midwest because he cut his teeth in ROH, which didn't get very far west. 
No, no. more East Coast, Midwest. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's where the people people saw him and, and learned to like him. So, Yep, yep. That's a good point. Uh, we then saw a team that's really over, the Acclaimed, came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they were never going to come out there advertised, but the Guns came out first. And uh, they're pointing out that the Acclaimed embarrassed them, and they uh, remind uh, – People that they made the claim popular, they made them champions, even gave them their dad. However, he claims it'll be the last time they Austin Gunn says it's the last time they're gonna get embarrassed. He claimed come down, but the guns stop Max from doing his rap. But then Max get, gets Austin's mic muted and then continues with his rap, even though he gets uh muted, muted. by uh TBS uh censors. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Which uh, they didn't censor uh, uh, MJF tonight. Yeah, I whatever. I, I don't know. I don't know what. I'd be interested to see what, why they decide to censor some things over others, or, um, and then they get into the ring. They start fighting. Then Billy Gunn throws Caster off, throws Austin off. Says he's had enough. Next week they're gonna have a family intervention. Two words for you: family therapy. He said. So um, I don't know. I. You know, he, he made fun of his own kids. But then the, the big thing that took, he looked at those two guys and said, start acting like tag champions. Yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, he's basically saying, look, this is serious stuff. Start acting yeah. like it. You know, yeah. I know you're young, but, but start acting like it. So I kind of I kind of like the spy. I don't, I don't see we see Billy turning on them anytime soon. Right. No. Um, I don't see Billy taking any of the goofiness out of him yet, but I could see that down the road saying, Hey, look, this was fun. You know, scissor this, scissor that. Um, you can still have your raps, but hey, let's start acting like world tag team champions, you know. Um, so I, I kinda liked I kinda liked a little bit by Billy tonight. Am I the only one starting to think that the claim might put the guns over and the guns are going to take the titles off of them. Uh, I've been thinking no. that uh, since Friday. No. I'm a little nervous but, uh, about that. No. But, uh, well, what, mean, what, what they, cracks me up is Billy saying that to the acclaim tonight because let's think about it. The ass man. He was a comedy champion every time he held gold. And the acclaimed are doing similar things to what the New Age Outlaws did. But in uh, the the PC era, <laughs> and it just to me, it's like, all right, hypocrite, come on, Gramps. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, I think the Gun Club could. I think they have a tremendous future. They both have great looks. They both can perform. Right now, they can be little shithead heels. Um. But they got a long, long way to go before you put any type of gold on them. What if I tell you this, though, Shep? What if you put gold on them? FTR gets rested up, signs a new contract. Last time we even heard FTR spoken on AEW television, the gun club was doing their funeral. FTR could get the titles back that way. They could. Um, I know as of right now, FTR is off television. Yeah. Until the until first end of their contracts, they they asked for that time. This was uh, before uh, yep. the tragedy happened yesterday. Um, 
so they have time to rest up. Um, now it's professional wrestling. Hmm. TK can make a phone call next week. Oh yeah, and you know both of them guys would be on a plane to wherever the heck Dynamite's at or Rampage is at because TK called them. That's just the way they're. Uh, that's the way they are. That's the way they uh, show love for the business. So again, it's professional wrestling. It can change day to day, but as of right now, we don't we don't plan on seeing them till first April. Right. Card uh, subject I, to change. I, again, okay. So let's let's say you have them do that. Mm-hmm. You're you're saying the first title defense against FTR, they're going to take the belts off the guns. Then you just bury the guns all of a sudden. That's true. That's which true. Then in turn you bury a claim because they lost to the guns, and then they turn around and couldn't beat FTR. So that's true. That's true. Again, those guys have tremendous amount of talent uh, and tremendous upside, as long as it's done right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it is interesting just thinking the guns. They're they're right. They did make the acclaimed because. The whole thing started with the ass boys and turned into what it is now. Yeah. So. And, and it's hard. <laughs> and like I said, I like the spot by Billy tonight, but it's really hard to take him serious where he's wearing black pants with a pink suit. Yeah, it is. And, and yeah. backwards hat. <laughs> and, and his shirt's belly button tied with a knot. Yep. Yep. Like a 16 yep. year old girl. Yep. Yep. It's hard to take that serious, but it, it is. Just it like is. the New Age Outlaws. <laughs> Billy and Chuck. Yeah. Oh, ouch! Well, they're com- yeah. comedy act. Well, they were something, all right. Yeah, uh, we're not going to get into that on this podcast tonight. We, though. we then got Chip's favorite segment of the night: Hager in his hat <laughs> against uh, Ricky Starks in his hat, made to lower third. Yeah, I was going to say, anybody hat. catch that? Yeah. Did you see the new hat is embroidered? It says, "I like this hat." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got a pre-order just for you, Shep, so it should be showing up on your doorstep any day now. Uh, uh, yeah, the only thing worse is Big Bill. <laughs> <laughs> we missed you last week when we were talking about Big, Big Bill. Bill. God. Big Bill. Oh, oh man. I, I was, Again, I don't know why you always keep – I know he's my favorite, but I was listening to the uh, finishing up on Dax's podcast, and he talked about a bunch of matches him, Enzo, and Cass – in NXT and, and how much he respected those guys and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But every time he talked about Cass, all I could think of was Paul saying, Big Bell, Big Bell. That's all I could think about every time he said it. I'm like, God. I was listening Paul. to another podcast and they didn't do it Paul like, but they did put some emphasis on the name as well. So I'm like, I don't think anybody can say it like just normal. You, you can't well, say Cass anymore. No, but uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get to uh, a segment where Bill's mentioned later tonight. Oh, and if yeah. you go back and rewatch it, even it said then a little funny. Yeah. <sighs> well, uh, Starks gets the win. No surprise there over Hager. Um, yep. Because Hager accidentally knocked out Cool Hand Ange on the apron, he turned around right into a Stark spear. After the match, so the rest of the JAS hit the ring, jumped Starks, but he's too quick and he ran through it. Then Jericho was showing with uh, Shivani backstage. Says next week all this ends as he requested a tag match as he and Sammy would face Starks in action in Dreddy. But uh, Daniel Garcia wants to be his partner, and Guevara says if he can be in Dreddy on Rampage, then he can have a spot. Guevara claims that this is what he's been training him for, and he even bought him some leather pants. 
wished him luck. Garcia looked thrilled. Yeah, so whether it's Les Sex Gods or Garcia Co. <laughs> like Garcia Co, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. That's the sad part. I I obviously we're building up to a Sammy Garcia feud. Um mm-hmm. I could I'm I'm so sick of Sammy. And that's his right now that's his role is to make somebody just dislike him as much as I do. Um and the more and more I like Garcia. Yep. So yeah, obviously yeah. we're working up to that um feud. So I will give Sammy's wife's props. That street fight was awesome Friday night in Rampage. The women yes, can bring in string fight. So Yes, they can. Um Willow missed, Willow missed the table. She did that was but that <laughs> yeah. was scary. Well, that was, let me rephrase this. Willow hit the table. Yeah, Willow hit the table. Willow hit oh, for shot in a J, which yeah, my god. And a J flapjack on yeah. concrete. And floor. you can tell she felt that too. Well I mean she was not uh uh work selling that. And uh Ruby uh Next time she gets color, maybe she needs to be a little easy on the pressure. Kind of gusher. Uh, remind, mm-hmm. Anytime I see that much blood, it just yep. reminds me of two JBL matches with Eddie Guerrero and John Cena. Mm-hmm. Two bloodiest she, matches I've seen. She uh, definitely hit the wrong spot. <sighs> yeah, but I've seen that happen, though. You can think you're in the right spot, sure. and then as soon as you're done, you go, whoops. Sure. Sure. Um, but yeah, uh, Willow and Anna had a couple of uh, um, yeah. bad segments in that match, but otherwise it was a fantastic street yeah. fight. Yeah. Um, next up, we got a really good professionally arrest, professional professional wrestling match. Words are hard tonight. Uh, yeah, Brian say. Danielson and Bandito. This was advertised since last week. Bandito's awesome. That guy, they need to get him on TV more. This is only his second match. I know it's only three weeks into 2023, but um, we need to get him on TV more because this was back and forth. The crowd was actually more from Bandito, it sounded like, being out there on the West Coast. And yeah. Danielson was eating it up. He was loving it. Um, a lot of good submission spots in this match. Uh, in the end, Danielson hits a, it's a, I don't even know what they call it, a knee anymore. Um Charging knee, I'm going to call it. I don't know what they call it. Running knee. Running knee. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I think he calls it the psycho knee, doesn't he? Psycho knee. This, this, the notes I'm reading here on Wrestling Inc. say the, I don't know. It's like a Japanese word, knee. I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. Um, but Danielson got the win, which, let, let's be honest, he's going to, he, right now, his opponents in these matches, he's running his own like G1 version in America. That's what I feel like he's doing right now, uh, which is great. It's going to be fun to watch. Um, he gets to win the MJF Sean said he's starting to feel unappreciated. Unappreciated. He says people are claiming he's not worthy. People think he's forgotten who he is. Previously, Danielson has dealt with masked Max, but the closer Danielson will go on this journey, the more he will slip off. And he says, Brian doesn't want that because not even a dragon is enough for the monster behind the mask. Yeah, I thought. You know, MJF's been getting kind of crapped on on Twitter for cheap heat and this and that. I yeah. He's a little bit back to his roots tonight. Oh, yeah. It was nice to see that uh, that more aggressive uh, yes. MJF. Yep. Yep. We, we always love a little bit more anger out of him. Yep. Um, the last couple of feuds, he gets personal, and he almost, he almost gives 
the non-heelish vibe. But yeah. here he plays the heel well. Now, I thought in the middle of this match, all of a sudden, especially with some stiff yes kicks, all of a sudden I thought Danielson was the heel. Mm-hmm. Especially yep. with the, the, the crowd reaction. Um, I really, really did not see Bandito wrestling a technical match. I don't know if I've ever seen Bandito wrestle a technical match. It was completely shocking, completely entertaining, and I think those two guys stole the show tonight. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was fun. It was, yeah, I thought it was the best match of the night. And, and I meant to bring up during the Bucks top flight match. I thought the Bucks were working heelish tonight a little bit. Uh, a little bit, yeah. A few spots here and there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, not huge, but right. enough. Yeah, but yeah, that then um, we also see that Brian Cage is gonna be the next challenger against Danielson next week, and MGF comes up to him, and um, I always forget his manager's name of the embassy. Prince uh, Nana. Yeah, Prince Nana gives him a lot of uh, cash. Says this is more cash than either of you've ever seen in your life. Says I don't care if you win or lose, break his arm. Cage said. He can make that happen. Then he sm- <laughs> smacks Brian Cage, and Cage is about to strangle him. He says, "Use that hate, use that feeling." Next week, so. I, I like the segment, mm-hmm. but so we had to catch the first week. Bandito now, and, and no offense to Brian Cage. Now we have Brian Cage. Yeah, there, there's so many other guys they could go out, and and. And, and maybe Cage can put on a match with, with Danielson because Danielson's that good. Um, but it just doesn't fit. Uh, I don't know. There's there's so many more options out there. TK has an unlimited Rolodex of guys to bring in to put on a show. Mm-hmm. He brought on Kushida tonight, okay? Mm-hmm. He, could, he could come up with somebody better than Brian Cage. Yes, he picked up Brian Cage's option. He's on the payroll. He's starting to really push him. I mean, heck, he's on Rampage this Friday night against Willie Mack pr- because their dark match was so good, they're running back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and he, you know, he's part of the uh, six-man tag and, and ROH. Right. Which is fine. You know, good yeah. for him. But this this is just not a spot. This is not a spot for Cage. Right. Um, yeah. Now, speaking of Friday, uh, uh, Willie Mack, you know, making a second appearance for AEW, Willie Mack can, can work. Yes, again. Uh, so that, that's a more of a that's more of a matchup for for Brian Cage. I mean, technically, in the first five minutes, Daniel should, should wrap him in a pretzel and it'd be over. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. But uh, and and I, I'm getting more at ease now. It's taken me two years to get more at ease watching a mm-hmm. Brian Danielson match where he's not going to get a concussion. But when I see him facing a bigger guy like this, a powerful guy that could just throw him around a little bit. Might make me a little worried and uncomfortable watching it next week, but yeah. We'll see. And, and and who's who's the finale going to be? Yeah, I mean, we got what we got. What three after next week? We got two or three more weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You think it's going to be Archer? I don't know. I'm just. I mean, if we're going to do Cage, you've got to do Archer because every time anybody seems to come up against Cage, they end up facing Archer shortly after. I know it's not going to happen, but I'd love it to be Miro. That'd be great too. I know he won't do it, but man, I know they've done it at full gear last year, but we haven't seen him on TV. Miro can be a killer. That'd be fun. Maybe that's where they bring him back. What Maybe about new, MJF's new enforcer? Uh, 
I, and again, so we don't build any storylines. This is the first time we build a storyline for uh, Danielson's next match, okay? Which mm-hmm. was a little 30 second vignette. So let's throw the storylines out. Could you imagine like him and Ray Phoenix? Oh, like, yeah. I, I, and, and I think Ray Phoenix could wrestle technical, but have some high spots, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Pac? Yeah, even he and Penta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there, there's so many guys on this roster. And again, no offense to Cage and his Mohawk. <laughs> Swivel ring, the machine. He's got like a million nicknames. Um, Christian's uncle. Oh wait, that's the her nephew. That's the other company that would have done that. Sorry, my bad. Page Cage. There's a lot of ages in this company. Uh, speaking of Page, we saw Ethan Page is going to take on um, Jack Perry Friday night on Rampage, and Stoke, Stokely Hathaway was not uh, too pleased with Big Bill last week. See, if you watch, go back and even if you find it on Twitter, watch it. Stokely gets a twang in his voice he when does. he says it. It's not Big Bill. It's Stoke, Big Bill. Stokely's starting to grow on Shep. I, I can I can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> it all goes back to that raggedy bitch comedy. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the one off the wall comment that he will forever be known for. The only time Stokely made me laugh. In fact, I rewound <laughs> the live TV and watched it again. That was good. And I'm just like, all right, you're you're not you're not as bad as I portray you to be. You're bad, but not that bad. Yep. <laughs> so, yep. yeah, I, yeah, he's 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 growing a little bit. He's still a short son of a buck. He's got a long oh, way yes, to go. Yes, he he's got a long way to grow to grow on shit. <laughs> <laughs> we did a backstage for the lone women's match tonight. We saw Tony Storm. Um, we saw highlights of her. Uh, d- Oh, no, she did. We didn't see highlights. Excuse me. I'm reading this wrong. Backstage, <laughs> Tony Storm's defending Hikira Shida for last week, saying she didn't mean to do that. Storm takes a shot at the AEW Originals, which angers Shida. And uh, Soraya tells her to stay in the back tonight to Shida, which, of course, she's, you know, got to listen. Air quotes. Uh, we then got the uh, match of Tony Storm versus Will Nightingale. Soraya is down and re signed with Tony Storm. We see Shida come out during the match. Um, she didn't get involved, though. We see. Uh, Tony Storm ended up getting the win with a roll-up, but uh, with pulling the tights thanks to a Shreya distraction. After the match, we see a heel turn, full, full-fledged heel turn. Shreya beating up Will Nightingale. Tony Storm joins. Then we see Ruby Soho come down. They get out of the ring. Ruby's saying, what the heck? I got to think Ruby's going to be turning here in the next few weeks, too. So I think the storyline we're getting is the ex-WWE females versus the AEW females. Mm. Mm. I think that's the storyline. I think we're getting XWWE versus originals. And I think Sheeta sides with I think Sheeta sides with Nightingale, Baker, and Hater. So So would that make Baker and Company the faces? faces? Could. Which Baker Baker can play a face. And then Hater, the crowd, that's the number one the number four selling t shirt on Shop AW is the Killer and the Pillar t shirt. Yeah. So the crowd loves them some Jamie Hayter. Dan Housen's still number one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, that guy, hey, 
He doesn't wrestle. I, much, I just throw that out there because he knows what he's doing. He knows how to how to get himself over, but he knows so, how to get the monies. He I knows mean, the monies. So I, I'm fascinated by this because you could even add more women to this. I mean, you, can, you could. I don't know if, if Mercedes Monet, as she wants to pronounce, is going to ever come or not. She did make a statement today. She plans on winning the New Japan Women's Title and taking it anywhere she wants. I don't think you see her. If you do see her on AEW, you don't see her before. Um, was it Battle in the Bay, right? Or Battle? Yeah, in the Bay. yeah, on the on the eighteenth, February. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the New Japan show. I'm still mad she didn't show up. I'm still ticked about that last week. Um. Okay, I'm. I, and you guys are gonna. Paul especially is gonna laugh at me on this one. Oh, great. When when a when a talent leaves leaves Stanford, Connecticut, yeah, they tell you to go do something. Mm-hmm. And if you do it, they they welcome you back with open arms. Sure. Mm-hmm. AKA Cody. Yeah. What do they tell you? Go get over somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mercedes did not get over her one little appearance slash botch. On Wrestle Kingdom. Now, right. I watched it live. I'm the degenerate that got up before him and watched it. <laughs> My wife looked at me like I was an idiot, which <laughs> I couldn't argue that. Um, uh, but I popped because I've seen Mercedes, aka Sasha Banks, you know, for the last couple of years. But that crowd was dead. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, um, nothing. It was, and, and and they were allowed to cheer. Yeah, we gotta throw that out there. They're allowed to cheer now. Um, so I get what she's trying to do, but I don't think Tony brings her in until she makes a little bit of ripples in the water. Now, if New Japan plans to put her over, um, in, in California here in February, what's again, you're going to have an American crowd at that, that event. Mm-hmm. Let's see how they react. Um, but she's got a lot of proven to do outside of the WWE uh, before anything. And oh, yeah. I, I think you got to do that before, before Tony puts over. Now, if you have a, like Tanner says, a, a outsider stable versus an original stable, and let's say you have five originals and four outsiders. Yeah, she's going to be your surprise opponent at the next yeah. review, you know. And hopefully, she walks down, you know, with some new Japan gold. But yeah, there, there's some potential there. But she's got to go prove herself first. You know oh, yeah. what? I I'd like to see. I don't know if they can play it out this long unless they move the event up. I don't even know if they do this. But I like an outsiders versus the originals, five on five, blood and guts. Women's mm. blood and guts match. Mm. Be different. Yeah. Never yeah. been done. It would. It would. Because you know, besides yeah. besides that, I'm I'm just trying to figure blood and guts already out in my mind. Like who's gonna be the teams? I don't think you have JAS in again. Jericho's already been in two of them. No, um, he did both stadium stampedes. He's done two blood and guts. Yeah. I mean, if, I guess you could throw the the BCC in it again. <sighs> Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe but, uh, I don't know if Hangman makes friends again. Really? 
Well, there you go. Yeah. 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 So, uh, Adam, Cole's, Adam, Adam, Adam Cole's back too. Yeah, I mean, I thought we'd see a little bit from him tonight. Man, that was a pop last week. Hmm. You didn't get to talk about that. We didn't, I didn't get to talk about that, but let's, let's rewind because I like to go down rabbit holes. Um, <laughs> Tony or uh, Tony Schiavone said, I'm making no apologies to my next guest, which we all thought was MGF. Yep. Okay. I, I guess I don't know why Tony did that. And then he, then he ran out of the ring and never saw him again. Because there's still that heat between the two over Brit and that's going to be a storyline that that's going to be the longest running storyline in AEW history. Well, that's that Tony Schiavone is going to try to steal Brit from Adam yeah. Cole. Yeah. Or Adam Cole thinks that way, at least. Well, maybe Brit's in the mullet. Well, no, he cut the mullet. Yeah. It, he doesn't even look right now. No, he, he is the worst dressed 59 year old dude. He's got earrings. He wears a suit. That's too big. I like Tony Schiavone. Yeah, I think Lo- can't believe Lois lets him leave the house like that. Hey, there, there's one person who's worse. Rick Knox. There we go. Get that dude some pants. <laughs> he looked like he was holding them up tonight, running around the ring. I thought the same thing. I'm thinking, man, I made a comment because we saw him in person in Indy. Yada, yada, yada. I had a couple cocktails, whatever. But then I'm sitting here stone sober tonight watching on live television going, Either he's losing weight, or he's a, and he needs his belt sucks. Yeah. Well, I mean, it looked like they were high waters to begin with, and then on top of it, it looks like he was holding the top of them up as he was trying to scoot around the ring. Okay, look, I mean, we need to, uh, we need to uh, get him a sponsor like an Adidas Golf <laughs> and get him some black pants. That fit properly, they they are stretchy, <laughs> athletic enough so he can do what he does. Because I'm afraid he's gonna have a blowout. I mean, those things might disintegrate; they just might turn into dust. <laughs> Tanner, wow. you got any extra pair you can spare for him? Yeah, I got plenty. I'll, I'll ship them. I'll find his. I'll find yeah, his address. Right. I'll ship it to him. I mean, they might be con and address it. To... You might have the same waist as Tanner. They might not have the same inseam. <laughs> that's true that's true man I mean he might even wear a pair of pants that fit me <laughs> for crying out loud uh, good stuff good stuff but yeah it'll, we were talking about Adam Cole and then somehow boom Shivani and his dressing and then it went down to dressed. Rick Knox and we definitely went down a rabbit hole it wasn't a rabbit hole I was seeing us go down but we went down yeah. Uh, before we get into the main event, who do you guys think Adam Cole feuds with now that he's back? Well, you know, he made a comment that he was coming for the way I took it, he was coming for championship. Sure. Yeah. Um, I could, I don't know. I think the TNT title's a little beneath him. But that'd be, oh, him and Darby would be fun, though. <sighs> But yeah, I, I'm right. I'm right there with you too, though. I yeah. yeah. Um, I tell you, I tell you, a guy that I think I would love to see him wrestle. There's two guys. One's a face right now, so it's not going to work. But there's two guys I think that he could make buku bucks with. 
One of them, which again, another face, is Ricky Starks. I think those two could put on a hell of a match. The yeah. other one, uh, maybe out of left field, is is uh, Ethan Page. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think yeah. those two guys could really, and, and I would have to go back. Did those guys ever work together and evolve? I, I don't know off the top of my head. That's throwing it back a ways. I mean, that might have been back into the evolve Gabe uh, Spascolfi gym days, like when Chris Hero was around. I know Adam Cole when he was in NXT came went down and did some work with Evolve, but I'm pretty sure Ethan might have been already gone by then. Or how about so. Cole against Pac? Um mm. I'm trying to think of a heel we can mix in there. I don't know. You know what oh. though? Pac, Pac can't I shouldn't say can't. <laughs> I don't care for Pac on the mic like I do the other You're other right. Guys. You're right. But. Adam Cole's really good on the mic. He is. Yes. He's a really good talker. He is. Ethan's a good talker. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. a good talker. Sure. And both those guys can go. Yeah. So. All right. But we don't have a definite answer as to whether Cole's face or heel. He came out of the heel side. But with that pop, I think they need to give him a, a face run. I mean, he had that pop when he was a heel. I, so. I know, I know. Fans yeah. want to cheer for him. Now's a good time. KORs, oh, not returning anytime soon. No. Um, which so I'm cool. still so mad we didn't get the elite versus the undisputed era. Well, and Bo- Bobby Fish working for New Japan. Mm-hmm. He worked New Japan strong last week. Where Where are the lies? So. He's either celebrity boxing or working yep. for New Japan. Yep. Which, Bobby Fishy. Oh, I don't care yeah. for him. Yeah. Where are the lies, people? Yeah. <laughs> All right. The main event tonight was Darby Allen versus Kushida, which this was announced last week for the TNT title. This had some fun spots in it. Darby matches always have some fun spots in it. Yeah. Um, well, they're fun for us. I don't think they're fun for Darby. Oh, my God. Like I said, the dude was hanging out with Tony Hawk earlier this week and kept beefing this tricky. I don't know if you saw it, Shep. He was on a ladder mm-hmm. and trying to go straight down from the ladder onto the ramp with his skateboard. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I, he beefed it like five times. and They're even looking at Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk's like shaking his head like, I can't believe this guy's even trying this. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not shocked. Um, <laughs> I mean, the closest thing – my body's getting on a skateboard is playing Tony Hawk on PS2. Yep. Kicking <laughs> so, it old school. Yeah. I mean, I, if, if a skateboard came rolling through my house right now, I think I'd run the other way. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Darby, yeah, this guy, his bumps are incredible. Nobody takes Oof. bumps like Darby Allen. The camera shot was really cool tonight. I thought when he was jumping outside the ring off the turnbuckle and Kushida caught him in a, in a like a submission hold, but the yeah. camera angle made made it look pretty nasty. The way Darby, <laughs> yeah. Darby fell. Well, basically, he he had Kushida on that chair, mm-hmm. and he went kind of a front flip. Kushida moved the chair out. Darby just bumped flat bumped on the mats, which I'm sure are very very comfortable. Oh yeah, right into like an arm bar, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so no, that didn't look good at all. I mean, what are those mats? Half inch thick? Yeah, half inch to an inch max. So, yeah, yeah, he, he's a 
even nuts. And it's concrete underneath that. It's not like, you know, it's wood that might have a little bit of give. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at one point, the LO, the LO, jeez, LA Dojo guys were offering the towel to Sting to throw in for Darby. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. I thought that was a nice touch. Yeah. Um, having the, 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 um, young lions come down because you know when you watch uh, when I watched Wrestle Kingdom you know they had young lions around the the ring and and would would tend to the talent afterwards with the ice bags and stuff like that so mm-hmm. obviously that's a, a, a New Japan tradition you know basically you know bringing those guys from the bottom to the top so I, I kind of liked it and kind of have them getting involved you know they had their names on the back of the jacket. Stuff like that. So, and, and I'm not too familiar with Kushida as I'm not as familiar with New Japan as you are, Shep, even though I smoked to both of you in uh, the Wrestle Kingdom predictions. Um, I only now, got two matches wrong, Tanner, just because uh, the confidence points. You know, if, if we went off matches here, I'd be champion. If if some butts were candy nuts, it'd be Christmas all the time, Paul. <sighs> um, right, but so, so Kushida's is his like attire supposed to be Marty McFly. Well, didn't so yeah. those are the vibes I was getting tonight. Yeah, when when Kushida went to or NXT, he started wearing the the vest, and I didn't get it. And then when he came, when he left, I'm thinking he would, I don't know, kind of go back. But yeah. when he, when he's he got that, back, he's got the glasses. He he was like pointing to the yeah yeah watch that was yeah thrown. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. And, and maybe and, it's been so long since we we've, we've seen him do a lot of work. Uh, I just kept. Of, I kept hearing yeah. in my head Biff yelling McFly. Yeah. And, and there was reference to I think it was a hoverboard submission okay. or something or other. He did something and they called it something hoverboard. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I, I think that's the way that's going. Fun uh, hoverboard lock. Was it? There we so, go. Uh, but fun match. Darby uh, hit the last supper, got a reversal into the last supper to retain and was selling his uh, shoulder injury after the match because Kushida wants to put up his injured arm and he's like, Yeah. Crazy yeah I, thought, I thought it was a good exchange there towards the end. Yep. Um, I don't know. I love the relationship between AEW and New Japan. Yep. So mm-hmm. hopefully it's not the last that we see of Kushida because. No. I think he could have some really good matches. With, I mean, could you imagine him and Ray Phoenix, him and any of the top flight guys? You know, uh, Dar- Dar- Darby's a high flyer, but Darby really. Darby's just a nut. <laughs> Darby's, a, Darby's a suicide bomber compared to yep. a stealth fighter jet. Yes. They list him at 175. There's no way. Uh, Darby's- yeah, they list him at 175 tonight. There's no way. Well, if Darby, if Darby is 175, then my right leg is 185. <laughs> I, I, I honestly think of Darby, I'm like, maybe 155? Yeah, I'm oh. thinking 150, 155. Yeah. He's soaking wet with his boots on. Yeah. Yeah. But, no. he, you know, I, I have respect for the dude, though. He does. He, put his, he puts his body online. He's over with the crowd. He's now two-time TNT champ. Um, I'm still wondering when Wardlow's going to come back. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I was a, I was huge on old Warload. But they they kind of blew it last year. They, they kind of buried his ass. Yeah, they and, did. Uh, and see, here's the problem. Joe went on record after he beat Wardlow and he said, I said I'm coming for all the belts. And that meant yours. And since losing to Darby, Joe's gone. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, Joe still has the the ROH television belt. Yep. But, yep. Yeah. I mean, well, well, well ROH yeah. is supposed to start filming soon. So. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't know if you Maybe just that's why you uh, you separate Joe from AEW for a while. I think so. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna build that brand, which is fine. Yeah. Which is fine. There's there's plenty of talent in ROH that could have some really good matches with Joe. Um, Josh Woods comes to mind. I, I would like to see Josh Woods and Joe have a match. I think that both would probably beat the tar out of each other, actually. Yeah. It's just Josh Woods doesn't have the uh, charisma, the talking ability, but he's got the entering ability. So mm-hmm. maybe they mm-hmm. work on that, you know. You know, I, I'm kind of going right down a rabbit hole here. Yes. Adam, Cole, Adam Cole related again. I just don't want them to put Adam Cole with the kingdom. Oh, God. No. He's way no. too above that. Yeah. I don't know why. I'm, I don't know. I'm thinking of all the bad things right now that they could do with people. Um, of course you are. I, I, I don't Negative think anybody needs to be in a faction. Yeah. You know. There's some guys that can stand on their own. Oh, he can never stand on his own. Yeah. I mean, but, I still don't think Moxley and Danielson need to be in a faction, but. Yeah. I really don't think they are. I think they just have the name with them. They're like in the band, but not in the band. They help form the band, but now they're kind of doing their own thing, and they yeah. just get kind of credit for being in the band. They can always <laughs> come back like Tom DeLong. Yeah. Blink when he leaves, does his own thing, comes back, leaves, comes back, leaves, comes back. And, and again, this is this is the um, eighty two references on KOP. I, I know we're all AEW fans here, but if we want to give some constructive criticism, yeah, this is. And I think I've gone back to this every podcast we've ever talked about this. That's what lacks in AEW is storytelling. Yep. Yes. Okay. We put somebody with somebody, but we don't tell why we did it. We just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the factions struggle sometimes because we don't we don't tell you why we just do it. So yeah, but jungle again, hook, <laughs> jungle hook. But um, Warlow, yeah, Warlow and, and, and Warjo, War, War which should have been Samoa It should have been Samoa That sounds a lot better than Warjo. But in uh, in in what I think about oh, yeah. this. I know there's producers backstage and I know there's some, some hellacious uh, minds that are producers backstage, but I I feel that TK has a little bit of Vince in him where it's all him. Yeah. Um, He has, I think he has a tough time giving. Yeah. Some power and control up. Yes. And speaking of TK's compared to Vince, this has nothing to do with professional wrestling. I seriously have turned into a Jaguars fan because if for oh, yeah. some reason that yes. ragdoll team could win the Super Bowl, could you imagine Triple H sending them a belt? Uh, <laughs> I've been thinking it. about that since they, they made it yep. into the, the I mean, first round of the playoffs. I'm like, I man, mean, just imagine I mean, this. If it had been the last five years mm-hmm. that the Super Bowl – and it doesn't matter if it's the Super Bowl, if it's the no. NBA – they, they sell them too. They sell them mm-hmm. on, on on shop wbshop.com. I was on there looking at some the other day and I saw they had um St. Louis Cardinals side plates. Yeah. 
which the Cardinals haven't won anything in a while. But I mean, can you imagine TK holding that? Oh, it'd be hilarious. No, that would just that that would be the the icing on the cake. Hey. Be a fly on the wall. <laughs> oh, you yeah. know, you know, Triple H watches the football on the weekend, going son of a. Uh, He's gonna be a big Mahomes fan this weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. If they make it to the Super Bowl, I just want to be a fly on the wall when uh, H walks in and goes, so are we sending the Jags a belt if they win? Or are you we know, just going to go radio silence? And, yeah. and, uh, and Vince right now in his mind, he's probably hoping the Jaguars win. <laughs> he wants to eject it with some poison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, okay, let's go the other way. Say uh, WWE goes complete silence. Does TK step up and do what they've done and give the yeah. Jags a belt? Well, it's his own. It's his team. I know. He'll definitely exactly. fire some tweets off too. Oh yes, he will. Hey, since since we didn't get another belt, I made my own belt type deal. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yep. Yeah. So, and you probably uh, and, and, out and, to everybody you, in the NFL. And you half-ass redesign your belt to look like. The mm-hmm. Yep. It doesn't make it doesn't look just like it, but right. just enough where jackalopes like us go, oh, that's the <laughs> shot fired. Yep. 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 Yeah. And then if you're TK, you do the smart thing and take to Twitter and say, Hey, look, uh, you have another option. If you don't want their belt, you can come get ours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So nope, I've I've said that since the playoffs started too. And since my Broncos are too bad to make the playoffs and room for the Jags, just so yep. the belt presentation happens oh yeah well my colts suck but we didn't go pay goodzilla money for a quarterback so yeah you got a chance to get a quarterback with your top five picks so yeah we'll probably end up with tom brady we'll both probably whiff on head coaches so it's gonna be fun Mm -hmm. it's gonna be fun uh welcome to cleveland (laughs) that's true we could be browns fans (laughs) rob rating for tonight's show Shep, you go ahead because I'm struggling to come up with a good one. Um, all things considered, it wasn't a bad show. Okay, we had some really good matches. Like I said, I think uh, Bandito and, and Danielson stole the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been pretty critical on my ratings. I think I'm usually a little lower than y'all. Yeah. Um. I really would like to see a little bit more tribute to Jay. I really would have. Mm. Um, again, I blame that on the network. I, d- I don't blame it on TK because I think TK would have done whatever he could have done. I think he's been trying right. to get those guys on TV yeah. for a while. Yeah. 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 Well, um, so, screw you, Warner Brothers. You know, and Discovery or whatever that Discovery is called now. Whatever. You guys are a bunch of jackalopes. There you go. Um, but other than all, a pretty good show. I'm going 6.8. All right. All right. I have next, Paul. Uh, no, I'll go. Oh. I'll go. Um, all, all things considered, uh, 7.3. There were some things I, I didn't really agree with. There's some things that could have been done better. And I don't just mean the, the J stuff. I mean, throughout the whole show, um, I feel like. A couple spots didn't need to be where they were or could have been done differently, but yeah, overall. 
This is why I wanted to go second, because now it looks like I'm just splitting the difference with a 7-1. Oh, oh well, then I should have let you go. Sorry. This is why I wanted to go second, but it's all right. Then it would have just looked like I wanted no, to have a higher rating than both of you. I thought it was, you know, with the, with the tough, tragic passing of Jay last night, they did a good job with, you know, a lot of the wrestlers has probably weren't fully in it tonight. They got right. through a good show. Crowd was pretty hot out there in Fresno. Um but like I told you, Paul, before we started recording, I was having trouble with putting a title on tonight's episode because I d- yeah. didn't feel like anything grabbed the store, the headlines coming out of the night. So it probably actually looking back on it was probably top flight upsetting the unbox. But I went with the women's storyline of the ex WWE gals starting a feud with the AEW originals. So I, I figured it out. Here's who's going to lead the ex WWE women to victory: Stephanie Helmsley. <laughs> no, she's got a bum ankle right now. Yeah, uh, surgery. Yeah, she's surgery. Yeah, she and, and she's going to work for GCW. So, <laughs> I would say I would bet you a hundred dollar bill that she shows up for GCW before she shows up for AEW. Well, yes. she's friends with the guy, so Brett I would Lauderdale. Hope so. yeah. Brett Lauderdale and Stephanie love each other. Yep, yep, yep. So, all right, uh, wrestler of the night. Mm, I'm going last on this one. All right. Bandito. He he wrestled a match I did not expect coming, and he did it, and he did it well. Mm-hmm. I know he didn't win, uh, but I felt like he gave Danielson a hell of a match. They worked well together, and he had a couple little high spots in there, but the guy can technically wrestle, mm-hmm. and I was entertained, so – Hats off to Bandito. Jericho or Jericho's Hager's hat. Nope. I'm uh not Hager's hat. Um can I can I mute him, Paul? Uh, I don't I have control, do I? <laughs> there we go. I muted him. I don't even know. Maybe he can unmute himself. I don't know. Ah, yeah, he can. Yes, I can do everything you can do, Paul. Um uh, I'm taking away your control. Darius Martin. Dang it. All right. I thought he was a stronger member of Top Flight tonight. I don't say that often. I usually think Dante's a little more talented. Even though Darius is very talented, he just gets injured a lot. To have him pick up the win, I thought that was a good sign for uh, for him and their team going forward. And uh, I'm going to add to that, and then I'll, I'll pick my own. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to buy myself some time here. And big shout out. He wrestled a match on Dynamite, and we didn't get a tweet within 30 minutes after the match that he is now on the shelf. Well, I guess Dante was limping after the match and having to put his weight on, on Darius, but they're hoping it was just to work. I haven't seen anything that's not. So. Yeah, but we saw one other time uh, on a, a, a rampage. Rampage, that stretcher, that yeah. Dante was taken out on a stretcher. Right. And then he showed up next Wednesday night on TV. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm going to go Darby Allen for not killing himself tonight. I thought about it. <laughs> I mean, you could go either either person from uh, the, the main event match, but I'm going to go with Darby just because he got the win. And that bump on the outside into an arm bar. Oof. Yeah, that's no fun. Um, going back to the Jay Briscoe stuff, I guess Tony Khan told the crowd they'd be filming a Jay Briscoe tribute show after they filmed Rampage tonight. Also said they flew in some people last minute to make this happen. Okay. Yeah. I was actually reading the same thing you just 
you said there, um, there was a picture uh, and they were changing the ring skirt to all right. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, so a couple people said, you know, they flew in some people last minute. The first people that came to mind was FTR, which I could yeah. see. I really yeah. could. Yeah. Um, they said FTR versus Young Bucks on this match. Um, and then, of course, you had a bunch of people throwing CM Punk in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And this has nothing to do with that, but it made me pop. Ricky Starks, 13 minutes ago, uh, tweeted, Bartender, do you want a single or double for your tequila? Sold up to two. And then Bowens did the scissor emoji. So, yeah, yeah. And Danhausen with tiny little carrots. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, no. thirteen minutes ago, there was a post. Um, here, I'll just uh, spin it and show you guys. Jay Briscoe and the ROH logos. So there we go. We're going to definitely see something from them. Yep. I think uh, I'm guessing by the time they film it tonight, edit it, we'll, maybe we'll see it on Honor Club tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or maybe uh, maybe they'll wait. Maybe they'll wait till Friday. I don't know. Yeah. Turn around be pretty quick, I would think. Yeah. But, yeah. but at least they're doing something. I, mean, I knew Tony would try to do something. Uh, I figured he probably wasn't going to rewrite the show tonight. No. I know he did that for Brody Lee, but that was mm-hmm. a little different. He had time to kind of prepare. And then that was the uh, Daily's Place era, 2020, when there was no fans or very limited fans. So, yeah, totally different, but still tragic nonetheless, both of them. So, yes. Yeah. Um, any closing thoughts before we let Paul take us home here? Uh, you know, just that. You know, we we uh, we got to realize how lucky we are um, seeing some of the talent we get to see. And I know we we can critique and, and and talk bad about some people, but when it all comes down to it, we're all humans. Yep. Mm-hmm. We all got to love each other. So. Yeah. Well said. Yep. And uh, I'll kind of add to that with, uh, you know, um, we now have even more proof that life is fragile. So uh, take that moment to hug your loved ones. Make sure they know that you love them. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I can't can't imagine what that his family's going through right now. Yeah. So thoughts to them. Yes, absolutely. Fans, uh, the family and friends, especially um, because from what I'm seeing, Jay didn't know a stranger. No, it didn't look like him. Yeah, it looked like him. So, for a guy that looked intimidating as about any professional wrestler out there, I think he was a pretty nice guy. One of of the uh, obviously reading all the tweets um, for the last 24 hours, one of the ones that came from Seth Rollins that anytime that WWE house shows were in the area, Jay would come drink beer and hoot and holler at the wrestlers. (laughs) Like he became a fan and gave them shit. Yep. Yeah. And you know, everybody loved that. Like he's like, look, I he's just one of us, but yep. Mm-hmm. He the show drank some beer and, and gave us a hard time. So it, and you know, Shep, we were texting our group message yesterday. You said you're you're you were selfishly mad that 
corporate America kept them off national television. And I agree. Mm-hmm. I'm also selfishly mad. You know, we, we got the dream match between the Briscoes and FTR. We trilogy, unbelievable trilogy, but we never got to see uh, the Briscoes versus the Usos. That was a dream match tag match. I wanted yeah. to see that. And this was, this was probably, this was pre right before COVID. Um, I was listening to a Cornette podcast and they started ranking tag teams. Of course, Cornette, when it comes to tag teams, I'll listen to the guy. Mm-hmm. One of the things I'll listen to. And he started ranking them. And uh, it was G.O.D., a Grills of Destiny, Briscoes, Usos, and FTR. Or Revival back. Revival at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Revival at the time. And I got to thinking, and of course he did. I think if I if I re, if I re-listen to that, we'd have to go back. I think he put Young Bucks at five, as much as it pained me. It probably <laughs> killed him, um, and probably he made a joke about it. But those were the top four. And and then I got to thinking, man. And I think that's when Usos started. One of the Usos started getting in a little trouble. Mm-hmm. Thinking, man, if they could, this is this is selfish of me, obviously, man. And he got a little trouble. Maybe, maybe they could cut him, and and ROH or New Japan would pick him up, and you could see that. But yeah, that would be the one dream match that could could go down in history was the Usos versus Briscoes. Yeah, because the Briscoes, I mean, they're gonna go down as one of the greatest tag teams of all time, and they never did it on a huge national stage. No. Um, and Jay, mm-hmm. right now, you can make the argument that he is the best ROH performer ever. I mean, he was in ROH for near 20 years. He was, on the, of, first, he was on the first show against yeah. the Amazing Red. I think it was the first mm-hmm. match. Yeah. actually, I, and it, was he, in a, it was in a high school gym and I watched yep. it. He, he held the title, had a lot of top high uh, title quality matches. I mean, the dude did it all. And, and him and Mark had a couple of great matches. Yeah. And he put Mark over the last match um, I saw was during COVID. They had a match. Um, this was back when we could watch ROH on our local Fox affiliate. Yep, that's Sunday how I got. At, yep, Sunday night at eleven, maybe Friday night. Mm-hmm. At 11. Friday night, yeah. Friday night at eleven, and I I would DVR obviously, but mm-hmm. um, it was kind of an empty arena match, mm-hmm. and 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 Jay put Mark over. Yep. So they had the, they had the chicken coop fight or the farm fight, which which was great. Um, their promos were super entertaining. Oh, they were. God, and I, I think I sent you guys one earlier today. It was yeah. classic. They were at some fan fest, probably signing autographs, and they had these two girls interviewing them, and and Mark went off script, and, and he got <laughs> Jay to laugh. He yeah. got Jay to laugh because he's talking about how he's constipated. And, oh, he's stewing over there. Yeah. No, 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 he's constipated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's just like, God, those guys made just – they make yeah. gold, man. Mm-hmm. You know, in the in the in the last couple uh, couple months when they were doing their Twitter promos, and and Mark was always eating <laughs> random food, and, and and Jay was just intense. Uh, and I, I can't remember was it? It might have been Gabe Spiskolsky talked about how his eyes cut you. And if you look back at his promos, man, his eyes were intense. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he made you believe. Um, so yeah, it just it just sucks. It does suck. 
Yeah, it's not fun to talk about. I just it's not, but it's fun to talk about all the all the stuff he's done in the past and how entertaining. I mean, he entertained us for forever. I mean, mm-hmm. anytime you know you would you would turn ROH TV, the, the Briscoes were part of it, whether they were singles acts or, or tag team acts. And I mean, one of the one of the first pay per views I bought was Briscoes Bucks versus SCU in a ladder match at Hammerstein Ballroom. Oh man. And it was Classic. it was a nut show. Mm-hmm. I mean those guys let it all out. I remember Bully Ray and uh, Flip Gordon were also on the card. I know which one you're talking about. But mm-hmm. I don't know if it was a final battle or death before dishonor or whatever the hell you call them, but I, I remember watching that show um and it was it was a hell of a match, um, and all those guys just killed it. Um, made made me a fan right then, and you know that was kind of had to be five years ago, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if AEW had been around four, it had been maybe yep. six years ago. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's when ROH was so fun. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And I wasn't even watching then. I I caught it too late. But like going back and watching the old mm-hmm. BTS and stuff, it's like darn it, like. I wish I was watching then because it's a fun era. Yeah. I mean, he was – those two guys are definitely a guy, um, and I'll put him right there with FTR, that that you go they, – they entertain the hell out of you. But yeah. afterwards, you want to go have a beer with them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And they, the, the great thing about those guys is they were a couple of guys that you looked like you could just walk up to and go, hey, you want to go get a beer and not have to worry about it. Some of the other guys you – want to do that with it's like yeah, maybe i shouldn't yeah i think i i tweeted a picture yesterday uh with uh uh you know picture says a thousand words and i, I saw a bunch of other pictures today um of, of them at a fan fest or a signing and, and little kids come up to them i mean you know they were awesome with them. yes yeah yes he yeah. had um why is his name escape me alexander he's the impact champion right now um, Josh, Josh, thank you. He he had a nice story today that one time um, he thanked Jay for playing with his boy, and Jay said, "If your boy wasn't so stiff, I'd play with him for a lot longer." He said, "He said you, he said you got a poor night tonight." He goes, "You you got a title match because I just got to go do a little tag match." And then he said, "You and whatever Josh's wife is, you got your hands full with this one when he gets older." So I was like, "That's pretty cool." Like I can just vision them playing with them backstage and stuff. So. And yeah. I mean, one of the greatest uh, Jay Briscoe videos ever, and I will argue this forever, came out during COVID when he yeah. was with his daughter practicing oh, cheerleading. Cheer act. Yep. And he yeah, had went a bow and everything. Yeah. 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 That one was, that was tweeted a lot here in the last 20. Yeah, I saw that today for the first time. That was, that got me pretty good. And, yeah. and really what yeah. got me today, honestly, was one of the first things I saw this morning when I was checking my phone was I saw the poster for, um, um, Supercard coming up on March 35th or 31st, and he's he's on it because you know, reigning uh, reigning ROH tag champ. I'm like, gosh, man, that just gut punch this morning seeing that right away. Yeah, yeah. and you know, he, it, it, I don't want to sound insensitive, but right now, all you got to think about is them, them two little girls. Oh, sure. So, oh, yeah, sure. You know, yep, yep. Not, not that we don't want to think about Jay, but no, it's, oh, absolutely, 
You got nothing right. about them two little girls right now. You're right. Yep. 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 Sorry, I, I got, was looking I, at Twitter and the IWC was making well, me mad. I, I will uh I will say one more thing so I can I can end on a positive note from my standpoint. Glad to see Cody Rhodes announced he's coming back. So yeah. Yeah, Monday. yeah. Yeah. Royal Rumble. Yep. No shock. No shock. Okay. I mean, no, no, none at all. The roads to the rumble. Yeah, and, roads and I, to the and rumble. I bet I bet he's first or second because they're gonna want him to make his full entrance. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, It'd be interesting to see if he'd go the whole way. I'm sure he can, but go the whole way, though. He tweeted number three, though, remember? I think I think he that, that was as for his third, because he tweeted one two weeks ago when it was his first vignette uh, video. Two, and I think, I I doubt he runs his own Twitter, because I think he that tweet came out prematurely. Because when he put out Instagram the following day, it was three again, and okay. the video was there. So, Well... Here's if if they're gonna put him over, he's gonna come out number one. Yeah, mm-hmm. go all the way. He's gonna go sixty minutes. He's gonna come out number one. He's gonna be a a Shawn Michaels type esque. Um, you got to so, uh, which is a I believe Rumble is is a week from Saturday. Yeah, yeah. on Saturday what, night. What, what, what did, yeah, when did we start moving this stuff to Saturday nights? Um, when they figured out they if they could do it without competing with the UFC, yeah, and I've got a show that night, so no spoiling I, it for me. I, I'm old school in that I like my pay per views on Sunday nights, even and I know yeah. AW does like two Sundays, two Saturdays. I get that because the NFL, I, love Sunday nights. I, I like Sunday nights for some reason. I don't, it's it's you know, I don't have anything going Nostalgia. on Sunday nights. Saturday nights, I usually do. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah. I want to watch the Royal Rumble, and I'm going to be at the CCAC in Warsaw. I, w- I will have to try to tune to the Rumble. I don't watch WWE very often, but I like the Rumble. I like WrestleMania. Normally, I like SummerSlam, but I've missed it the last two years. So yeah, yeah. I, well, I I used to love Survivor Series because I love until the, they blew the, it. I love the traditional Survivor. Series. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, yeah. But I'll I'll watch the Rumble because I enjoy that. Um, I'll skip. Uh, elimination chamber is that what's in between, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll skip that one. Um, and maybe like fast lane, I think, might or whatever it used to be called fast, fast lane. lane, great balls of fire, whatever the hell they so call their one offs now. There's there's two uh pay per views in between, yeah, Rumble mania now, yeah, yeah, yeah. So March, I'll watch Rumble and I'll watch mania February yeah. and uh March, April, and then we get April mania, yep, yeah, because it's okay. April 2nd and 3rd, yeah. There you go. Yep. Yeah, but glad to see him back. Yeah, I mean, he looked like he's worked his butt off to get back. So yeah, they had a little vignette about his surgery and and mm-hmm. all this stuff. And so, I thought the the one doctor uh, that works for obviously obviously Doctor Andrews. Yeah. He said, "Look, he's a tremendous athlete, but he's still human. Yeah, he's, he's still got a heel. He's not John Cena who." I'll never forget that one time he came back and faced Alberto Del Rio in the Hell in the Cell after like three months. He was like, mm-hmm. this guy's not human. How he heals. Um, no. He had some enhancements. Yeah, to have, didn't he? I mean, even that one year he showed up at the Rumble. Like, he was three months ahead of schedule. It's like, what? At, at least three months ahead of yeah. schedule. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's John Cena. I mean. Yeah. He's Superman. He's an odd, odd individual. He is, but he has so many make-a-wish. I can't say anything bad about the guy. So. No, you can't. As much as you want to. 
As much so as I, I like the doctor of economics over John Cena, I know I'll never see him ever again. Right. You guys are you guys are forgetting the prototype. In oh man, I cannot forget the prototype. Okay, <sighs> what makes you think you can take on the Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle? Ruthless aggression. Nah, I can't even do it as good as him because my no. veins don't pop out like his. Nope. So, so yeah, on that I, note, I didn't forget the prototype ship. <laughs> on that note, yeah, wrap us up. Yes. Uh, hey, be sure to check out the uh, KOP merchandise store at uh, kickingoutshop.com. Trying to still remember that. I'm glad uh, Tanner's giving me the nod that it is correct. So kickingoutshop.com. Get yourself some uh, good-looking merchandise. Support a great podcast. Look great doing so. Be sure to follow the Kicking Out Podcast on all social media at Kicking Out Pod. And uh, if you're listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, leave us that five-star review because we are going to be the five-star KOP. And Shep, you missed it last week. I gave a shout-out to the Canadians who love you so much. Yes. Oh, Canada. <laughs> uh, no more singing, Danny. Yeah, no more singing. All right. But uh, yeah, be sure to listen to uh, the Kicking Out podcast wherever it is you listen to your podcast. Like and subscribe. Give us some feedback. We're always enjoying some feedback. We enjoy communicating with you just as much as you enjoy communicating with us. Uh, be sure to follow Tanner Lee on all social media. Unfortunately, even though you don't see it, he is the KOP predictions champion. I'm too lazy to walk over and grab it. Yeah. Uh, and, until uh, March 5th. Um, be sure to follow Austin Shepard at the Shep 27. Be sure to follow myself at Paul Zartman 921. And with that for Tanner Lee and Austin Shepard, I'm Paul Zartman. Join us again next week as we kick out yet another podcast. <laughs>